The following program is created for informational purposes only and does not constitute as medical advice. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the host. If you think you may have a medical emergency, consult your doctor. This is where the healing begins. This is Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne of Greenwood Family Chiropractic, where it's not only about neck and back pain, but a place for whole body wellness. Listen this hour as Dr. Leanne is here to share her wellness education to help you live a maximized life. For more information, visit GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. Here's Dr. Leanne. Good morning. Thanks for joining. You're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Greenwood Family Chiropractic. 317-893-2853. Or you can always check us out online at greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. That's greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. Initial exam and consultation is just $25. Today we're talking about diabetes. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit of, about type 1, but mostly about type 2, how it happens, why it happens, and some helpful tips or tricks, if you will. I mean, they're not, that's, I mean, okay, so they're they're probably more like helpful lifestyle changes, right? Because they're not tips, they're not tricks. Like these are not tricks. We know how it happens. We're not tricking the body. Um, but just some action steps, right? Some lifestyle changes that you can make. And that's, that is truly about, uh, that's like what we, this is what we do at Greenwood Family Chiropractic, right? Like our goal is to get you Okay, let's let's do a quick lesson, right? Homeostasis. So homeostasis is a state of equilibrium as in an organism or cell maintained by self-regulating processes. <laughs> um, right? Homeostasis, just self-regulating, maintaining equilibrium, right? Like we want not too much, not too little, not too far, not too wide, not too, just homeostasis. And when the body, you know, when you start removing interference and you allow for your body to heal and function at this 100% potential, our goal is to produce homeostasis. Right? Like this is, we want a system that functions evenly. And so there's just so many times that our bodies are thrown off. And here is what, here's what today's about. I'll go into some health in the news in just a minute, but this is what spurred uh, today's show was looking back at, um, you know, it's, it's about this medication and how, you know, it sounds really enticing tips and tricks and all of these things. When in reality, the tips and quote unquote tricks are just things you should be doing. They're lifestyle uh, related changes. Though that being said, if I say, hey, tonight, today's show is about lifestyle related changes, you're gonna be like, that's not really that fun. But I promise you, I promise you it will be. It's a great show today. Um, but it just gets back down to the, the, making those lifestyle changes and not trying to mask. You can't mask your health. You can't take a pill for every ill. There's no, there's no way that you can 
keep living the same destructive lifestyle and think that a pill is going to save you. And unfortunately, somehow that's where we got to this state with type 2 diabetes. And so we're going to touch base on a lot of those things. But before we get into all of that, let's touch base on that news. Dr. Leanne's Health News. Some studies suggest that too much sugar can literally mess with the brain. Health News now, one of the world's most commonly prescribed medications. Maybe Today, the average American consumes 22 teaspoons of sugar Protesters a day. Protesters say they just should not be forced to get this shot, not by the government. For today's Health in the News... FDA approves diabetes drug to help people keep the pounds off. I've actually seen this from multiple different uh, news sources. So the U.S. Food and Drug Administration has approved an injectable diabetes drug for long-term weight control. This under-the-skin injection is the first approved drug for chronic weight management in adults with general obesity or overweight since 2014, the FDA said in a statement this past week. Studies have shown the once-a-week injection, called semi-glutide, can help people lose up to 12% of their body weight over a year and a half, a year and a half, 18 months, compared to people given a placebo shot and 15% of their body weight overall. Semaglucide, to be sold under the brand name Wegovi by makers Noah Novartic, affects a hormone called glucagon, like peptide 1, and increases the production of insulin. But it also appears to suppress appetite by acting on the brain, the FDA says. The FDA said new obesity treatments are needed. Approximately 70% of American adults have uh, obesity or are overweight. Having obesity or overweight is a serious health issue associated with some leading cause of death, including heart disease, stroke, and diabetes, and is linked to an increased risk of several different types of cancers, the agency said. Losing 5 to 10% of your body weight through diet and exercise has been associated with a reduced risk of cardiovascular disease in adult patients with obesity or are overweight. People without diabetes who took the drug, along with a modified eating plan and extra exercise, lost an average of 12.4% of their initial body weight over 16 months compared to those given the placebo, along with exercise and diet plan. Diabetes patients who tested the drug lost 6.2% of their body weight compared to those who got the fake injections. Um, The drug can have side effects, including... Inflammation of the pancreas, <laughs> increased heart rate, nausea, diarrhea, and thoughts of suicide it can also cause gallstones. So, when patients using injections need to keep up with their doctor or healthcare provider, let's talk. I read this and I am frustrated. I am beyond frustrated. Not because I don't think that people um, don't need help, but this is this is where. The first thing that I thought about is no wonder as Americans why we're so sick. This is why we're so sick. Because when you look at, this is the difference between talking about type 1 versus type 2 diabetes. We'll go into it. But type 2 diabetes is lifestyle related. This is not for type 1 diabetes. This is for type 
to diabetes. So I went to the um, I went to their website and figured out the mechanism of action. How does this work inside of the body? And one, it stimulates insulin secretion, which insulin is what lowers blood glucose. Right? I'll go through all of this when we come back. But so um, it works with insulin secretion for patients with type two diabetes. It lowers glucagon, which I'll go through again, and it minor delays in gastric emptying. Right, which makes me wonder how it does that and is likely the effect that it has on the brain, which is why there's neurological symptomatology that comes with it, right? Thoughts of suicide. I just, and your pancreas, why it's inflaming your pancreas is because it's forcing, this is a drug that's literally forcing your pancreas to do something that you turn around and then put a food in that stimulates the pancreas, like it's the, the type 2 diabetes is your pancreas is burnt out and then it's saying I'm burnt out and then we're using this drug to force it to do something that it's asking you not to do because you burned it out. And this is what we view as healthcare in the United States when all I can think about is why primary care physicians aren't actually sitting down with people and teaching them about nutrition changes. Why are we not going through why type 2 diabetes happened to begin with? You want to know why? Because the hospital system says, hey, doctors, guess what? We're only going to pay you X amount of dollars for 15 minutes. And every year we're going to cut that back a little bit more. So you were used to have an hour for a new patient. Now you can have 45 minutes. Now you can have 30 minutes. And we're going to pay you that same amount as we virtually decrease your time. So you know what? Doctors don't have time to teach people about actual wellness. Because they're bound to the hospital systems saying, hey, you have to see X amount of people so we can have X amount of dollars. That is in terms of revenue. So they say, you know, it's super simple here. You have type 2 diabetes. Take this pill. Oh, and by the way, super simple. It's going to help you just shed massive pounds. And you have to make zero lifestyle changes. Keep doing what you're doing that got you to the type 2 diabetes to begin with. And just take this injection. This is this miracle, right? By the way, your pancreas is going to be massively inflamed. What is increasing? Why do you have this excess of nausea and diarrhea? Why do you have thoughts of suicide? Why is it creating more gallstones? So in the long run, is it really making you that much more healthy? It just, it blows my mind. It blows my mind. And I just think, how did we get here? How did, how did we get here that we want zero accountability for our own health? We want to take zero action steps and go in weekly and get a shot that says, hey, this is just going to make you shed the pounds. You have to do nothing. Nothing. It's just magic. But what they don't tell you is that's going to shut down other organ systems, including your brain. <laughs> I just... We have to start viewing things differently. And the way that we do that is, hey, you know what? Hi, I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter. And today we're going to talk about diabetes. So when we come back, we're going to have some fun information. You won't want to miss it. You're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. We're online with life-changing results and success stories at GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. This is Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne of Greenwood Family Chiropractic. Here's Dr. Leanne.
Why did the kid put sugar under his pillow so he would have sweet dreams? <laughs> if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter with Greenwood Family Chiropractic, 317-893-2853, 317-893-2853, greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. Okay, why did the kid put sugar under his pillow so he would have sweet dreams? <laughs> Today's show is about diabetes. I thought it was I thought it was funny, but then I started laughing at my joke before I entered back in. Okay, so we're talking about diabetes today. Now, there is a difference between type 1 and type 2 diabetes. So let's break this down because primarily we're talking about type 2 diabetes today. So the difference between type 1 and type 2 diabetes. Type 1 diabetes is typically more so known as... Uh, it's not quite like autoimmune, right? But the cause is unknown, but it develops when the immune system attacks insulin producing cells. More so diagnosed in children and young adults. And what happens is the body can't produce the insulin it needs. These are ones where symptoms often appear suddenly. uh, And for the most part, not always, but for the most part, Lifestyle changes will make some impact, but insulin on a daily basis is pretty much the course for the rest of that individual's life, right? That's type 1 diabetes. That's not really what we're talking about today. Today more so, I want to focus in on type 2 diabetes. Though that being said, all of the information we're going to talk about managing and regulating blood sugar still applies to type 1 diabetes. Type 2 diabetes... uh, is, are you ready for this? Incidence is rising at an epidemic rate. Did you feel, did you feel a little bit of like, uh, epidemic, pandemic? Um, the symptoms are often more gradual. Um, this is one where healthy diet, regular physical exercise, maintaining a normal body weight, uh, and avoiding toxicity, toxins like tobacco use can prevent or delay the onset of type 2 diabetes. Um, So what happens with type 2 diabetes is the body produces too much insulin or it is unable to respond to it. This is important how type 2 diabetes happens. You know, and what's interesting about this is we call it type 2 diabetes, but for those of you listening, you might remember that, you know, a decade or two ago, they used to call it adult onset diabetes because you would never typically see children with this. Though that being said, now with some of our nutritional deficiencies and poor eating habits, our standard American diet, what we find more so is that now it's not adult onset anymore, that children are now starting to experience type 2 diabetes. How type 2 diabetes works, how it's like formed, if you will, is that when you have sugar or something that turns into sugar, like a carbohydrate in your body, your body senses that sugar. And sugar in high amounts is something that is a bad thing. Um, you think about you can have seizures, lose your eyesight, you lose your you know fingers and toes, all, just awful, right? Awful things happen. So 
when we consume sugar, our blood glucose increases. So our body says, oh, I don't, I don't want to have too much of this. So what happens is your body produces insulin, right? So once your blood glucose, your blood sugar rises, then your, your blood glucose signals your pancreas to produce insulin. Insulin tells the cells throughout your body to take that glucose from your bloodstream and it, uh, and it moves out of your bloodstream, then your blood glucose goes down, right? Um, other cells, such as your liver and your muscles, store excess glycogen. Um, but then your body can use glycogen for fuel between meals. So this is one where blood glucose. So you eat sugar, blood sugar rises, pancreas sends insulin, insulin escorts it out to your liver, to muscles, couple different things. Your body, if we don't have uh, through the citric acid cycle, the Krebs cycle, if there is an excess of sugar that can't be used, your body will store it as fat. Your body stores excess sugar as fat. Important. Now, how type 2 diabetes works <laughs> is that we increase our blood glucose, our blood sugar, pancreas secretes insulin. So it's kind of this action. Increase glucose, increase insulin, increase glucose, increase insulin, increase glucose, increase insulin, increase glucose, increase insulin. Get it? Right? So every time we have an increase in sugar, our body's like, don't want it. Get it out of here. So it sends insulin. So insulin's like, I'll do my work. And your pancreas is the one that's producing all of this insulin. Pancreas is saying, here's some more insulin. Here's some more insulin. Here's some more insulin, right? So you think about in the average day, we have, you know, a toaster strudel for breakfast, insulin, a bowl of cereal, insulin. We've got a bagel, right? That carbohydrate will break down what turns into sugar. Insulin. And then we have coffee, right? But the coffee has a bunch of additives in it. More insulin, right? And that's just all before noon. And then you have lunch with the sandwich or the wrap. Insulin. We've got sugar in our uh, lunch meats. Insulin. We have condiments that are full of sugar. Insulin. Uh, we have chips, potatoes. Insulin, right? Like all the, like your body is just, oh, and, and eventually, right? Your pancreas is like, dude, <laughs> I'm tired. So then all of a sudden we still keep eating this way and the body's like more insulin, more insulin, more insulin, more insulin, right? Because we've got all this blood sugar around and your pancreas is like, no, I'm tired. You burned me out. I'm not doing it anymore. And that's, that's where you see blood sugar problems, right? So that is physically how type 2 diabetes, and that's type 2 diabetes. When your pancreas says, I'm done, I'm done with it. You've burned me out. You've made these lifestyle choices. I can't, can't go on anymore. I'm done. Done with you. Welcome type 2 diabetes. And that's how it works. So, I mean, why I was so frustrated, right? Because if you're just tuning in, one, you're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter. But at the beginning of this, I talked about how the FDA just approved an injectable diabetes drug for long-term weight control. Which, by the way, interestingly enough, uh, something that I failed to mention is at the very bottom of the page, there is selected important safety information, which talks about how uh, in rodents, this injectable 
weight loss um, causes thyroid tumors, including medullary thyroid carcinoma. So, but no big deal. It just causes. I'm like, I wonder if it talks about that. Risk of thyroid C, C cell tumors, pancreatitis, diabetic retinopathy, <laughs> acute kidney damage, hypersensitivity, hypoglycemia, hypersensitivity. <sighs> You'll hear about it in the drug commercials, but we'll see if the doctor talks about it. Just, but anyways, so all of these, not without side effects, but no one's ever saying... What are you doing to affect your blood glucose? What are you doing to affect your blood glucose? That is type 2 diabetes. And so the, the problem is, is that when we say, hey, how do you start reversing it, which we'll go into, we actually have to, we have to make moves. You got you to do something. Right. So, and here's the other thing that I see a lot of is that patients will bring me in their lab works to look over um but you'll see something that's on the cusp so let's break down kind of two of the most common one is going to be your uh, a1c so your hemoglobin a1c for mid-morning uh where your hemoglobin a1c is a measure of the identity of i uh it's designed to identify, I should say, the average plasma glucose concentration over a three-month period, right? So um, when hemoglobin is exposed to plasma glucose, there is a glycolation reaction that takes place. As blood sugar increases, the fraction of the glycated hemoglobin increases as well. Right. So it's kind of complicated way of saying that hemoglobin is like a bigger your A1C is like a bigger long term picture, like 90 days where fasting blood glucose can have more effects um, within the last several days. So your A1C should be below 6.5 if your normal is really about 5.7. Where your fasting blood glucose, they say anything below 100 is normal. Though that being said, more health related, your hemoglobin A1C desirably below 5.4, uh, your fasting blood or plasma glucose is below 90. So that's where you fall in this like kind of gray range, right? Like you're not healthy, but you're also not a full-blown diabetic. So we're in the middle range, right? So you're like 99 for your fasting glucose when you go in, no one says anything, right? Because why, if we don't have time, right? You know, primary care physicians, hey, we accept insurance. So you've got, there's no time to talk about nutrition. We're going to wait. And you look at the trend. You look at the trend. Nutrition stays the same. So what happens is, is that we go from one year, we're at 93. And then the next year, we're at 95. And then the next year, we're at 97. And the next year, we're at 98. And then we're at 99, right? So over the course of six years, diabetes has been slowly creeping on. But no one really wants to say anything because it's a full, uncomfortable conversation about how to make lifestyle changes that those doctors don't want to spend the time making or going through or don't have the tools to be able 
to direct what that looks like. And so then we just ignore it until we're we're full blown diabetic and we say, all right, here's some metformin. Okay. And then over the course of the years, we still do the same thing, the same lifestyle. And we say, oh, the metformin, let's increase the metformin. Let's add some insulin. Let's go through the secondary one. But all the while, no one's addressed what is increasing your blood glucose on a daily basis? What is burning out your pancreas? Do you see the problem? But all of a sudden, we say, you know, it is really simple. Just take this weekly injection. No big deal. By the way, might cause cancer, might cause thoughts of suicide, might cause more inflammation in your pancreas, might cause, right, thyroid tumors and kidneys to shut down and pancreatitis acute pancreatitis chronic pancreatitis <laughs> but heaven forbid we want to make a lifestyle change like why why i just i just don't understand and this again this is why in the united states we are the sickest country in the world out of all the industrialized nations we are the sickest in just it, it just blows my mind and that's the other thing too is they say hey when you get this weight off here are all of these benefits cardiovascular benefits and you know which is true but that is true they are using and referencing the research that they found for people who do it with lifestyle changes right because your body's moving back to homeostasis at that point it's not putting a chemical drug in and saying oh this chemical drug is going to give all of these cardiovascular benefits it's very it's frustrating to me it's frustrating to me as a doctor i think the other thing that's really interesting about that you know drug as well is that the other part that we fail to see is we only hear about insulin we don't often hear about glucagon and how glucagon works and that's what we'll talk about next you're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. We're online with life-changing results and success stories at GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. You're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. Hear full shows on the podcast link at Freedom95.us. Here's Dr. Leanne. Welcome back. <laughs> you're listening to you're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter with Greenwood Family Chiropractic. 317-893-2853. 317-893-2853. Or you can always check us out online. Greenwood Family Chiropractic on Facebook or GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. Initial exam and consultation is just $25. Now, I have exceeded my limit of laughing at myself uh, through a show. I tend to try to limit it to one. Now we're two. So we'll see. Maybe it's just one of those, one of those days. Uh, diabetes. Today we're talking about diabetes, more specifically type 2, which again, we talk about, it used to be named adult onset. And now it is not just adults who are suffering it. It's with kids. It really is my my terminology is um, 
too much sugar in the bloodstream so my pancreas is burnt out and will no longer produce insulin type diabetes and that's in the sad part the sad part that comes with that is that uh it's now starting in our youth the youths have it now and I think what I see more so than anything with that, unfortunately, is because we think our kids like, oh, they'll just burn it off. They'll just burn it off. And it is laden. It's late. And here's the, okay, so I I will stand behind. People have time and money for what they value. I have made all of my kids baby food. And you cannot tell me it's because, oh, I've got all of this or that. Because in reality, uh, for my second I, my husband deployed a month before he was born, uh, came back for two weeks when he was born. So uh, my husband was deployed for 10 months. I had an 18-month-old and a newborn. So when he started eating food, I was still working full-time, had, you know, two kids. And I still made all, all of the baby food because it was important to me, right? Time and money for what it, that time that I spent was important to me. Um I knew what it looked like when it started. I knew I could change. I could add in different fats. Um, I could add in different spices. So then that way it wasn't just this like bland pea soup. It's not, it's, I don't even do like plain pea soup anymore. They do like pear and pea soup. So when you look, of course the kids love it because it's, it's super sweet. So even those naturally occurring, we'll go through a little bit more. You still have to be really really cognizant of the natural occurring fruit you know and my kids eat all the fruit and stuff now but like as babies you know I want them to have a pat like I want them to just experience vegetables not a little bit of vegetables mixed with mostly fruit because of course it tastes way better but that that changes their palate from the time that they start consuming food um you know and then you look at some of the like cereals or oatmeals just just all the kid food it tastes delicious because it has so much sugar and that little bit of sugar and a little bit of things over a lot of things over the course of time is where now we're seeing you know adolescent kids get diagnosed with type 2 diabetes insulin resistant diabetes it's crazy but now here's here's the thing when we talk about glucagon So glucagon works to counterbalance the action of insulin. So always, everyone always talks about insulin. They don't often talk about glucagon. So about four to six hours after you eat, the glucose levels in your blood decrease. So it triggers your pancreas to produce glucagon. So this is a hormone that signals your liver and your muscle cells to change the stored glycogen back to glucose, right? Do you do you ever realize how amazing your body is? Like all of this is happening. Likely at this point, your body's either producing insulin or it's producing glucagon. You have no idea. Your innate intelligence is so stinking smart. So these cells then release the glucose into your bloodstream so that all the cells can use it for energy. It is a feedback loop, Right. So you eat insulin, insulin drops the blood glucose down. If it gets too low, then it signals, hey, pancreas, we need you to take that glycogen that we stored, that that glucose we stored as glycogen, pull it from the muscle and the liver, and then we're going to use that for energy. It's a feedback loop. 
And so uh, it's constantly in motion. So it keeps your blood levels from dipping too low, ensuring that your body has a steady supply of energy. Hmm, right? But here's what we don't give credit to, you know, we don't give credit to glucagon a whole bunch. So we've got this balance of this cycle where oftentimes we try to come in and say, hey, we're just going to give it insulin. But it's like, what about glucagon? I think about this too uh, for, um, you know, when we induce births, baby births. Um, we say, hey, here's Pitocin because your body naturally produces Pitocin and it's what helps, causes, and strengthens contraction. But the body has this cycle, right? It's a feedback loop. And so we've got this, again, that feedback loop allows for homeostasis. Our body's trying to get to homeostasis. We eat, there's too much sugar, insulin brings it down. Oh, we use it at, through energy and it drops too low, right? So our body says, oh no, we've got to get back to homeostasis. So hey, glucagon, let's get that excess stored glycogen. Let's put it to work. And the body says, okay, here's some energy, right? Bring you back to homeostasis. But then we say, as Americans, the FDA says, this new physiological hormone has multiple actions on glucose. It's going to affect your pancreas. It's going to affect your brain. It'll, it'll make it so you spit out tons of insulin and you don't have any glucagon. I just... Oh, and by the way, again... It'll cause all of this weight loss, but also we know it causes thyroid tumors. It causes thyroid cancer, causes uh, pancreatitis, diabetic retinopathy, hypoglycemia, acute kidney injury, hypersensitivity. But heaven forbid we change our lifestyle. So that's why I want to give you some tools. I want to give you some tools to start changing because this is one. So again, remember, I don't put you on medication. I don't take you off of medication. But if you ever want to have control of your health, controlling your blood sugar is one of probably the easiest. Um, so we've got to talk about, one, we have to evaluate what we are consuming. We have to talk about what we're consuming, right? Like, and a lot of the times people say, yeah, I went through this with my dad because when he had blood sugar issues, I said, dad, you have to quit, lay off the sweets. And he said, honestly, Leanne, I don't eat a lot of sweets. So we started to dig down deeper into his nutrition, into his diet. And so we found some very specific triggers that were increasing his blood sugar and insulin. And I'll tell you what those are next. You're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. We're online with life-changing results and success stories at GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. You're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. Hear full shows on the podcast link at freedom95.us. Here's Dr. Leanne. You know I love that organic cooking. Always ask for more. And they call me Mr. Natural. On down to the health food store. I only eat good sea salt. White sugar don't touch my lips. And my friends is always begging me to take them on macrobiotic trips. Yes, they are. 
You're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter with Greenwood Family Chiropractic, 317-893-2853, 317-893-2853, or you can always check us out online at greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. That's greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. Initial exam and consultation is 25. You can check out what we're doing in the community on our Facebook page. Check out our events. All super great, awesome things. Now, today we're talking about diabetes. And just looking at evaluating and changing ways of life. That's our goal. Making good choices for long-term health. And that's really, I mean, so they think, hey, you know, we're going to give you this drug for diabetes, but although it's going to help you keep the pounds off, which pounds off, pounds, natural pounds off is good for your heart, um, right? Weight reduction is good for joints, you know, but the drug that you do to do this, you know, has tons of different side effects. So in reality, our goals are the same, right? I'll give them that. Our goals are the same. Our goal is to get people well, you know, but just drug money has a lot of, uh, a little bit of political backing, if you will, but that's not today's show. So anyways, uh, let's talk about diabetes. So we were talking with my dad and I'm like, dad, you got to cut out the ice cream at night. You can't be eating. And he's like, Leanne, I've honestly been eating really well. And so we kind of dug down a little bit deeper to figure out what he was consuming that had a whole lot of effect on his blood sugar. And so the one thing he didn't realize, you know, I said, what are you eating for breakfast? And he said, well, I'm having two eggs, two pieces of whole wheat toast, um, a banana and orange juice. He's like, I thought that was pretty good. And I'm like, well, orange juice has a high glycemic index. So orange juice is going to spike your blood sugar. Uh, a banana has a high glycemic index. So it's going to spike your blood sugar. Oh, and by the way, and this is a great uh, Dr. Oz years ago, years and years and years ago, uh, on one of his shows took um, a group of women and they uh, were fasting. 12-hour fasting, woke up in the morning, and they ate a Snickers bar, waited a half an hour, 45 minutes, um, and they took their blood sugar before they ate it, and then 45 minutes after they ate the Snickers bar. And then a couple days later, they took the same group of women, the same time of fasting. They took their fasting blood sugar at the same time in the morning, and they gave them two pieces of whole wheat toast, and they retested their blood before, 30, 45 minutes. In these women over of them actually saw a larger increase in their blood sugar following the two pieces of whole wheat toast than they did the Snickers bar. So no, this doesn't mean that you should eat Snickers bars for breakfast because that was the takeaway for a lot of people. But really, it's just one where we think whole wheat toast, like it's wheat and it's fiber and it's whole. And um, so I'm doing a really great thing when in reality, most of what he was consuming was carbohydrates, high glycemic index, you know, he had a little bit of protein with the eggs, but then he didn't have any good fats to keep him full. For lunch, he's like, what do you have? I'm having a wrap, right? So again, that wrap. Any carbohydrate turns into a sugar. So when you're looking at like potatoes, that's a huge, sweet potatoes has a huge glycemic index. We have watermelon, right? So over the summer, 
my kids, watermelon at our house is a standard outside fruit because they get sticky and everything they touch and everywhere they drip is so sticky. Why? Because of fructose. Fructose is fruit sugar, has an effect on your blood sugar. So, right, so it spikes it. Grapes, bananas, um, mango, cantaloupe, all of these things have a huge glycemic index. And we think, but it's not this is naturally occurring sugar. But the problem is, is that oftentimes we're not going through these problems that we're having by just eating naturally occurring sugar. You know, so um, potatoes, sweet potatoes, um, right? So potato chips, pasta, bread, all of these carbohydrates, they turn into sugar in the body, right? It's not my belief system. It's just simply the, <laughs> it's biochemistry. It's how your body functions, and so when we're looking at my dad was eating a, a decent amount of carbohydrates consistently, didn't have near enough protein, didn't have near enough fat. So his, his um, and this is oftentimes too where I see people who are more strict vegetarians, you know, they're eating beans and rice and, and like lots of carbohydrates um, and it has an effect on your blood sugar. So that's inevitably looking at, you have to evaluate. And that is one of the reasons why when people go on a more of a ketogenic style diet, when they're having uh, lower glycemic foods, they lose a bunch of weight because your body's like, hey, I'm going to use ketones as um, energy instead of glucose. That being said, you know, ketogenic diet, I think just kind of depends on the person more so than anything. I think there's pluses and minuses of that. But regardless, um, this is when you have to evaluate higher glycemic index foods. If you keep putting in the sugar, even if it doesn't taste sweet, right? Again, you know, in 75, 80% of the women, their blood sugar increased more with two pieces of whole wheat toast, plain whole wheat toast, than it did with a Snickers bar. So oftentimes we say, well, I'm not eating a whole lot of sugar, but biochemistry wise, what you're eating once it gets into your body is breaking down and having an effect on your glycemic index. It's increasing your blood sugar. Another one too that we realized with my dad when he was going through this is that you know he's working downtown Chicago through the VA hospital and was just going through a massive amount of stress. Well, it's interesting because stress increases cortisol. Cortisol has a huge impact on managing blood sugar. So often this can be one that's a little bit harder when you say, you know how you can affect your blood sugar? Stop stressing. <laughs> it happened to me too. My husband was deployed. I opened up the practice and I remember my A1C looked great, but my fasting blood sugar was like 100 which would be somewhat considered pre-diabetic. Eating really clean, doing tons of exercising. I think I was doing uh, CrossFit-style workouts at the time for there. And you're like, what? what's causing all of this? And you're like, stress, stress. Stress has a big effect on it. So stress is an easy one to kind of negate and ignore. But if you are stressed, um, another one, another aspect that you can look at is nutritional deficiencies. So for example, chromium, chromium deficiencies. So insulin resistance can take form with several nutritional uh, deficiencies, including chromium, biotin, vanadium. So chromium studies have repeatedly demonstrated to improve blood sugar levels, insulin sensitivity, and lipid profiles. So uh, chromium modulates the cell's intracellular signaling systems to effectively lower blood glucose. 
Um, biotin, oftentimes it can be in larger doses, helps enhance the effective enzymes that involve in glucose, sugar metabolism. Uh, and then vanadium, which is a trace mineral that works to lower blood sugar more naturally by including it mimics insulin and improves the cell sensitivity to insulin. So when we're looking at these things, okay, so are you taking a good multivitamin that has chromium, vanadium, biotin in it, and one that is actually whole sourced, right? It's not synthetic where, yay, you got the whole month for $5. It's probably not the best of sources at that point, right? Um, Same thing with magnesium and zinc. That's another really great one to look at in terms of helping just improving regulation of blood sugar and insulin. So foods that are high in magnesium, Swiss chard, spinach, grass-fed dairy, avocados, pumpkin seeds, pink salts, nuts, wild-caught fish, sprouts, sea vegetables, right? Really great food that's not going to have a massive effect on your glycemic index. But even so, with like optimizing your vitamin D, if it's sunny out, go outside, Low vitamin D is associated with chronic inflammation and insulin resistance. So while you're, if it's nice out, you know, roll your pants up, take your shirt off, depending on where you're walking, go for a walk. And when you do it, increase that. Go for like uh, 30 to 45 seconds of power walking, right? Like mala, and then cut it back, because that's going to help you burn, burn through some of that sugar as well, right? So it's, it's not one where you're like, hey, in order for you to see results for your exercise you've got to be doing a crossfit style workout it isn't get moving your body burns through sugar the fastest that's why a lot of these people will do um fasted cardio because it forces their muscles to utilize the glycogen through their muscles and liver so they can burn through more of the fat that's why people do fasted cardio in the morning because it says hey we've got to utilize other systems um But even so, they looked at a meta-analysis in June of 2019, found um, that short-term vitamin D supplementation actually helped to decline uh, hemoglobin A1C, insulin-resistant, and insulin levels. They looked at 747 subjects, 627 placebo controls. Um, So if you're not, if you can't get outside, then I think supplementing with vitamin D is one of the greatest easiest things that you can do and by the way it has effect on all of these other positive aspects of your health too side effects are uh, stronger bones increased immune system decreased likelihood of cancers so i can get down with some great vitamin d so action steps guys your health is no one's responsibility but your own so it's time we have to start viewing it as that and making sure we take our health into our own hands and no one's going to do it but you so Any more information, feel free to reach out. Greenwood Family Chiropractic, 317-893-2853, 317-893-2853, or you can always check us out online at greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. Look forward to next week. Thanks for tuning in this week, and always remember that your power is on.